0: Good morning, everyone. My name's Brian, and today is Thursday, January 11th, 2024, and this is episode 609 of the LOTS Project Podcast, where we're defying norms and designing freedom. Today's episode is titled Maintenance Time, and I'll be talking about a little bit chainsaw maintenance yesterday, the saw, the the chain, the, the fuel I use currently uh why uh this maintenance day was so important and a big mistake i made and then i'll also touch on my first day with the daily stoic and what i got going on today and a little bit of the weather coming up so it should be a fun morning first let's grab a cup of coffee see who's in the live chat see what's going on and we will roll into the topics as we get going good morning good morning good morning how we doing pip in early righty tidy, and uh i just let him know that except it, except in the cases of those reverse threads uh man yeah 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 it was fun good morning uh rachel rewilder life thanks for stopping in hunter hanging down hang holding down the fort over on twitch kbonk good morning thanks for swinging in and uh appreciate you being here Oh, good morning, Jim. Good morning, Jim. How we doing? How we doing? And Jack Daniel Teredo, what's going on, man? Thanks for stopping. Thanks for stopping. How's it over in the Philippines? Differential threads. Oh, oh, oh man. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was definitely a needed. It was definitely a needed maintenance day. I'll kind of go into that, the reasoning behind it. And um, yeah, what I actually did, what I actually got done with it. But first what is in the cup today finished up that finished up that uh, bag of silver silver bullet blend yesterday or should I say I almost finished it up I posted in the group yesterday that I um, that I made a second French press yesterday morning and it was a a variety press I guess is a way to put it but basically when I make my coffee, I weigh my beans and I, I try to hit 49 grams for my French best. I usually get anywhere from 49 to 51, 48 to 51 ish, somewhere in there close enough. Anyway, um, when I get down to the end of the bag, I can kind of tell if there's, if there's still 49 grams in there and if it's significantly less like half or, you know, if it's less than 45 in there, I'll, I'll just save it. I, I roll it over, I, I seal it up as much as I can, and I save it for, uh, you know, a couple of weeks till I get a couple of bags with less than 49 in them. And then I take them and I make a big old post-blend, uh, basically my own blends of the coffees I have all left over. So yesterday was a very interesting, a very interesting blend. I had some of the C4 club member, uh, Christmas special dark blend, not a big fan of dark blend. And, uh, it is, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's everybody's kind of personal preference with coffee. When it comes there, if you like light or dark, I prefer light. It's just what I like, but I did, um, I did give the dark a try. I I always told, um, I I will always try whatever Brian sends just because I like to give him the feedback when he's looking for it. And so I tried it and they were mini single packs and I had mixed it with, uh, or I made a small, a small uh, sampling. And then I mixed it with some stuff and I had like a half of a little single serve left. His single serves a little bigger than what I need. And so I had like, I don't know, 12, 10, 12 grams of it left in the bag. And so I, um, I had 20 grams of the Silver Bullet left that I was finishing off yesterday. I had a little bit of the Christmas Dark, and then I had a little bit of Hector left. A little bit of Hector, the Light Colombian, was still hanging out in the bottom of the bag. And so I blended them all together. Three Three Bean Blend had a, had that second French press yesterday, and it was really good. It was it was definitely it was definitely different. And it was a little dark still for my preference, but definitely um, had some layers there for sure. It was uh, it was nice to sit back and enjoy it. And, um, you know, I I drink my coffee with the show in the morning, five days a week. And then I really like to have that second press and uh, enjoy it stopping and taking a couple minutes while I'm doing other things. To really to really taste the coffee. And when I do those post blends like that, it's it's fun. I get my coffee tasty and my relaxing coffee on the mornings, uh, on the weekend mornings too. So it is what it is. But breakfast blend this morning. That's the new the new blend from Food Forest Farms that uh developed out of Thanksgiving um banter back and forth on on what what he wanted he what he was gonna send out for thanksgiving uh when the c4 club membership was being shipped out in november he wanted to include something for thanksgiving and uh, a couple different so a couple different club members in him <coughs> excuse me <coughs> excuse me a couple different club members kind of threw a bunch of different suggestions and uh Black- breakfast blend was born so that was cool that was uh that was a special first time um on the on the november order had it on thanksgiving and then it was a big success so we rolled it into a breakfast blend and it is it's it's great it's great he uh he did some different things with it and it uh it turned out fantastic so you want some food forest farms coffee head on over to the website foodforestfarms.com you can use discount code lots five for five percent off anything there and that's including um he's really started Ramping up his uh hips his hip camp. Um his uh hip don't do it hanging laundry. <laughs> Good morning, by the way. Thanks for stopping in. Uh if you are in the Pacific Northwest and you really want uh like to camp, if you like to get out in the enjoy the outdoors, uh Brian from Food Forest Farms has a um hip camp set up out on um out on uh, Key Peninsula in uh, in Washington, there outside of Seattle Tacoma area, and uh, it, it, it's fantastic. It's fantastic little camp. He's doing a ton of work. He's going to make it great. He's going to host events there. He's got uh, budding uh, budding disc golf course, and um, just a ton of activities to do in the local area. So if you're looking for some place to camp, you're looking pl- for a place to stay in Federal Way, Washington. He's got an Airbnb there. Everything, uh, everything they offer, if you mention the show, if you mention Lots 5, you mention Lots 10, you send a message uh, when you want to order something and put it in the comments that you, you listen to the show or you heard him on there, he'll take care of you. He will. I uh, I promise. I promise. All right. Good morning, hanging Laundry. Like I said, good morning, Canadian Farm said, Hangin' Laundry said she saw a female St. Bernard up for adoption on Craigslist. And I said, do not do it. Um, how old? Interesting. Interesting. Good morning, Canadian Farmstead. Uh, he's, bre- he's brewing a lovely batch of Maxwell House. Did you put at least put some cinnamon and nutmeg on it? Jim says that um that that's a new that's a new custom blend. It's called the bottom of the bag blend. I like it i like it hey norton if you're listening bottom of the bottom bottom of the bag blend (laughs) yeah get that out get that out anyway yeah this uh this breakfast blend is fantastic this morning i i forget you know it's been you know all of uh since thanksgiving when i had it and um I just I, i've had a few pounds of it here and there i actually requested more of it yesterday when brian was brian was getting my monthly order i uh i definitely put that on the list because it is uh it is fantastic canadian farmstead was thinking of putting a cinnamon stick on in the mug all right here's what you do if you have to drink folgers if you have to drink maxwell house uh put your Put your grinds in your coffee maker, and I hope you're just using a drip brew if you're if you're using Maxwell House. Um, put your grinds in the basket in the filter, and then take and sprinkle, sprinkle, um, sprinkle the cinnamon across the top of the grinds and sprinkle the nutmeg on top of the cinnamon and use probably like two to three to one, maybe three to one, two to one of cinnamon to nutmeg and then brew it with the hot water through the cinnamon and the nutmeg. And it'll, um, it'll be great. It'll be great. uh Jim says B-O-B. It's Bob blend. Bottom of the bag blend. <laughs> bottom of the bag blend. <laughs> Good morning, Loco. Phil, the Phil, Philippine nomad. Mike's Philippine nomad it in. Uh, I got two two live viewers from the philippines right now i think that's fantastic we're shooting this thing all around the world and getting interaction from all over the world so this is fan this is great this is great um <laughs> uh-oh rewiler life's gonna need some caffeine today uh, is that because of the is that because of the chat this morning or is that because you got some crazy stuff going on uh, anyway, let's uh, let's move on from that little bit of a coffee chat and get on to the the um, chainsaw maintenance. Hey Pip, stopping in. Good morning to you. Happy Friday Eve. Also, SEC did approve Bitcoin. Uh, no pump fake, no backseas or nothing. They just approved it. And I saw that um, I saw we're up twenty to forty seven this morning, hitting forty seven thousand. Eh, slow roll it. I don't, I don't need any huge pump from the SEC thing. I was just, um, I was curious if they were finally going to finally going to say, yeah, this thing might be something. And that, that's basically what they were when they were approving the, the, the ETF was that they were acknowledging that Bitcoin has legs. I think, I think uh, other than that, I don't know. Oh, Rewilder Life says she's got three houses to do today. Uh good morning, Clark. How are we doing? Uh all right. Rachel Rachel says um electric chainsaws. Uh she wants a mini one, and and she already has a whole uh a pole saw. Oh yeah. Um I've been thinking a lot about electric chainsaws, gas power chainsaws, and Definitely yesterday when I was doing my maintenance on my saw, I, I really, I think if I was buying one today, I think I, I think more than more than 80% sure I would go electric for what I need. Uh, especially listening to people and um, seeing reviews and talking to people that use them. I think I would I would go electric, but it's not what I have. And I'm not going to throw away my, my $500 saw or my $400 saw that works perfectly fine uh, to get an electric. And I don't need to. So, I'm kind of in that situation with you're gonna, I'm just gonna wrong what I wrong. run what I brung, run what I brung, um, and that. So, um, let me catch up on these comments real quick. And uh, Pip says, Hi, I pulled an old electric chainsaw out that I didn't even knew I had for cutting up firewood. Nice. Uh, Hunter says he likes his eight inch, 18 volt hubby has two big ones for doing wood. I just want a mini one for my food forest, etc. Have you considered using a Sawzall, Rachel, with a pruning blade? If you have one already, uh, like an electric Sawzall, uh, cordless. Uh Jim says on the SEC approval says if you can't beat them, join them and try to control it. (laughs) Sign the government. Yeah, yeah anyway I uh, I had to do some saw maintenance yesterday uh, in preparation so I had a realization I had a realization and it was it was um a hard it was a hard thing to let myself accept because I try I try to really understand wow <laughs> I try to understand uh my linchpin, items so the things that i can't go without the things that if they break i'm fucked and those are the things i i really focus on uh chainsaw was never really one of those when we were on the farm i had it i i used it often i'm not saying i didn't use it very often i i um but it was for major jobs. It was for clearing deadfall, clearing trails. uh, If, if, um, if a tree came down, if there was a storm, you know, just random things like that. And I would use it for more extended period of time, like grab it. It would, it would be like a half a day job or a day job, or we would be planning to go cut some shit in the woods. (coughs) So it was basically the saw was ready to go. I would grab it, I would take it, we would use it, we'd get back and it, anything that needed to be um, cleaned or sharpened or whatever would be done then and then it would sit for a while, take it out, look it over, fill up the gas, fill up the, the bar oil and away we go, round two. But it was pretty infrequent, you know, once a month, once every other month, an emergency, but it all it always worked. Um, and so that was kind of the pattern when we left, I wanted to bring the saw, bring the saw because, um, K-Box says using shit is important. Idle engines are pain in the ass. Yeah. I used it enough. I used it enough for sure. Uh, but when we went on the road, I brought it, obviously I didn't want to be somewhere where a tree fell down. I couldn't get out if I was had the ability to bring my own saw and I could just, cut my way out uh and then we also heat with wood and initially i didn't use the saw for our firewood uh last year in texas we didn't have to use the stove too much the temperatures didn't get too bad uh so basically i was buying bundles of firewood from the gas station and using a sawzall to lop them down to short because i need to make them six inches or like seven and a half inches or or shorter fit in our stove so you get your bundle of firewood it's uh you know 14 inches 16 inches i'd have to cut it into threes and then bring it in um so so that was kind of the mo i never really got the saw all last all last year this year i had it out Uh, we started working on tim's property Grabbing the chainsaw, kind of using it here and there on Tim's property, and then I had um, Hunter. I do have a link to my stove. I'm gonna have to dig it up, though. I will send it to you in the in the Telegram chat um, after the show. I'll mark it down here so I don't forget. But I um, I started using the saw out at Tim's, and so I had it out and accessible. And when when it came time to start running the stove when we started running the stove pretty consistently at night we started going through a lot of firewood when i sourced firewood from tim's and then from jamie at off grid ping i realized that i could use the chainsaw to to lop it down to size so basically i was grabbing wood that had been cut to normal wood stove size and then um making it smaller with the chainsaw and then splitting it up even further. So that's been what I've been doing for a while. Well this is completely different than what I was doing on the farm. A I'm using it every day every other day usually every other day uh I got enough room to kind of stack up uh enough for two days worth if it's if it's kind of cold. A day if if it's really cold and with the weather we got coming up, I'm going to I'm going to just pile up a lot uh, just to have it ready to go. But I'm running the saw every day, every other day. I'm running it in the the not the best wood. Um, It's a lot of dry stuff, but it's a lot of stuff sits out in the rain. So the bark and the outer layers kind of mush. Um, I got into some stuff out at Tim's. It was a lot of rotted, uh, deadfall. So if you ever cut wood like that, it really, um, it really builds up in, in the, in the, in the engine of the saw, uh, on the body of the saw, in the bar, in the everything. It just gets all gummed up. Well, I wasn't used to that. And and I was taking the saw and I was using it for 10 minutes, zip, 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 like nobody's bit, you know, it was just, it was quick. So I didn't get down to the end and and be like, oh man, I just did a, I just did a day's worth of cutting with the saw. I really need to clean it up and uh, adjust things and make sure it's good. Well, the other day I was cutting and I, um, I threw the chain. Good morning, Backwoods Butcher. How are we doing? Um, I, I, um, I threw the chain, and I was like, okay. And so I, I threw it back on. It was not a big deal. It's an easy saw to uh, to change the chain. I threw the chain back on. I went to tension it up, and I was bottomed out on my tensioner, and my chain was still loose. And I was like, holy shit not loose enough to fall off right away. Like use it loose enough to or tight enough that I got was able to get done when I needed to get done. But I was, um, I was bottomed out on my, on my chain tensioner. And so I, I went out to Jamie's, was going out to Jamie's the next day and and he's, he's really awesome with a chainsaw. He's got an electric sharpener. I said, Hey dude, do you mind? Um, do you mind sharpening up my chain real quick? Take a couple minutes on the electric sharpener, I suppose. And he did. He opened it up. We went to put it back on, and man, that chain stretched to shit. Um, it's a pre-stretched chain. I buy the Husqvarna chain, Husqvarna brand chains. They're pre-stretched. They're they're. I've loved them ever since I got the saw. But it stretched out, and so I knew something was wrong. Um, I was going through bar oil. I was going through um. I was going through bar oil, so I I knew that I was using it. But I don't, I think it was all clogged up. I was thinking it was all clogged up. I heated that chain up enough that it stretched it out enough. And it's, it's old, it's an older chain. So it's not, uh, it doesn't bother me that much. But there was still a lot of life left into it. And now it's kind of stretched out to where it's not, it's not salvageable. I got spares. But I realized something was wrong. So I dug in, yesterday was the time. It had to be. Uh, we got cold weather coming up and I realized that man, my saw now is one of my lynch, chin, lynch Lynch pins, one of my lynch pins in my systems here. If I don't have my saw to knock down my wood to um, a size that I can get it in the stove, I'm pretty fucked. I can get it done. I have the cordless uh, I have the cordless saws all but that sucks <laughs> when i when i when i transitioned from doing that to using the chainsaw it was night and day and i know i don't want to go back to using the sawzall that was um that was just stupid i don't know why i thought that was a good idea anyway um so i realized that the saw was very very important very 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 important so i um uh, so I thought I should have a maintenance day with cold weather coming up. I don't want to be going out without wood. I don't want to be cutting the amount of wood I'm going to need, uh, beginning of next week with the saws all, uh, K Bong says, what's the, the chunk size? I got to hit, uh, I got to be under seven and a half inches, uh, long and then, you know, um. Big, <laughs> big this is like three by three uh split down to like three by three ish works um so clark says depending on how large the the wood it may be a circular saw would be better than a sawzall yeah that would be awesome if i had one <laughs> if i had one with me saw a circular saw did not make the cut to uh, throw in the the travel into the truck so it would be a good idea. I've thought about all sorts of different things, but anyway, the saw works great. The the chainsaw works great. I just needed to take care of it better. So I realized that um kind of the 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 wet wood, the the bark, the the shitty cutting conditions, everything. <coughs> um I needed to clean out the saw. And I I I kind of realized um I kind of realized that it was because I, I because it was all gummed up. I don't think it was, I don't think it was spraying, you know, I don't think it was spraying um bar oil well. Anyway, so I took it all apart yesterday. I broke it all down. I took it all apart. I inspected the sprocket. Sprockets getting a little worn. It's not the worst condition. It looks pretty good. Um it uh it wasn't the sprocket. That was the two things that I was going back and forth, that my sprocket on my chain was worn down enough that the chain wouldn't tighten up because it was seeding into the sprocket or the chain had stretched and I was just bottomed out on my tensioner. Well, it was the chain had stretched. So I took it all apart, cleaned it all up. I made a TikTok yesterday or a short on YouTube. Um, I was just going to town with, um, going to town with the brake clean, uh, giving the saw a bath, you know, really cleaning it up nice. And I realized that um, I got in that habit when when uh, employers were buying my brake clean. And now that uh, I have to go back to the store and replenish my can, that uh, maybe I should have scraped it clean and then just finished off cleaning it with the brake clean. Old habits die hard, I guess. Uh, but I got it all cleaned up. I uh, adjusted the oiler. It looked like the oiler was... Um, was set back for summer, summer cutting, uh, thinner bar oil. I I needed to open it up a little bit because it is, um, it is cold here and I've been using this thicker bar oil. So I think it was coming out slower. I think that was part of my problem and it was definitely gummed up. So I got everything all cleaned up. Nice. I ended up doing a review video for the saw, for amazon associates or amazon influencers and i also going to put it up on youtube have a good day clark thanks for swinging in i appreciate it um and so it's it's in good shape i had a couple old chains uh i had one that was sharp enough to get through yesterday and i'm gonna take a couple chains out to jamie's today have him zip them up and i should be back in pretty pretty top-notch shape but um yeah basically broke the saw down took a Took all the covers off, cleaned out the air intakes, cleaned out the oiler, adjusted the oiler, uh, inspected the sprocket, uh, and then put everything back together. Cleaned up the bar really well, cleaned out the oil channel in the bar. It was uh, it was definitely in need of a good cleaning. Uh, so I got that done, and it was the perfect opportunity to record a little video about that. Um, the saw I use, the saw I've had for seven years. Seven, eight years now. I think I got a memory. It was seven years ago that I got that in my ice auger. Um, we, I run a Husqvarna 455 rancher with a 20 inch bar on it. That has been my saw on the farm. It has been my saw on the road. I love the thing. It is, um, it's a workhorse. It's big enough that I think that if there was a tree big enough that I couldn't use my saw, that saw, that particular saw, that I probably should be calling a professional to do it. I really got to that point that, um, I got to the point where, man, that's a 40 inch, 38 inch tree diameter tree that you can get into uh without without dicking around and like taking chunks out of it that's a 38 inch diameter tree that you can get into and drop down that's a significant size tree i think anything bigger um and i would need somebody doing it i know that's stretching the limit on it but like i wasn't cutting 38 inch trees down and any ever ever uh, so the saw was about the perfect size. It's small, it's lightweight, it's balanced really nice. I can handle it for um, a significant amount of the day. I think that even someone smaller and a little less uh, robust than myself could handle it for a significant part of the day. It, um, it's got a compression release function, which is really cool. Uh, when you go to start it, uh, basically there's a button you push on the top and it, it releases the compression, so it's easier to start. Basically, you hit the primer uh, half a dozen times if it hasn't run in a while and you got three pulls and the thing just rips off. It's, it's fantastic. I've never really had a tough time starting it uh, as long as I'm paying attention to the choke, making sure that the the kill switch isn't on, uh, things like that. that, that is when um, That is when I've had the problems with it getting started is when I've made a mistake. I've also, um, I've also been in the position, you know, where I've had saws that won't start when it's hot. This one, this one will rip off. No problem. Hot, cold. It, I, I love the saw. Uh, so Rancher, the 455 Rancher with 20 inch bar. I really like it. I've, I've gone to the, the pre fuel from Husqvarna, kind of expensive. Um, totally worth it in my opinion, in my situation. I don't have to carry a, another gas can for mixed gas. I don't have to carry uh, two-stroke oil with me. I don't have to source uh, clean ethanol-free gas. And this stuff is, is is pretty potent. I love the way the saw runs through it. I love the way um, it just sounds like it runs clean. It sounds um, It sounds like it's running better and uh a little more a little more oomph to it and as i look at the as i look at the fuel it is a it is a little higher octane and a little cleaner fuel and it burns really nice it burns clean uh, i've been very happy with it and i think i'll be buying more i tested it out with one of the small bottles and then i went with the gallon can um yeah i think the price it, 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 i'm to a point in my life where the price the price versus the um uh the price versus the convenience and the the extra storage and the hassle uh at this point works for me now if i if i stop somewhere and i had the place to store the extra cans and i wanted to dick around with that it's definitely cheaper to go with uh, mixing your own fuel but this works it works and the cans are great i I really like them so i'm going to continue to do work with that um, one of the really cool features about the saw, and I mentioned that I was going through bar oil, but I don't, I didn't think it was getting It wasn't getting to the chain. I think, I think it was, it was sopping up in the, in the built up mush from cutting some crappy wood. So the saw is set up and it was one of the features I really liked when I bought it was that the saw is set up and they might all be this way, but Husqvarna kind of like put it out there as, as a a key feature of the saw. So I'm not sure the bar oil, the bar oil holding tank and metering system is set up that even when you have it on full open. So there's three settings for your bar oil, depending on how long your chain is and the temperature outside. If you have it all the way um all the way to the highest setting. So the bar oil is coming out as fast as it can. And you fill the bar oil and you fill the fuel at the same time, you can't run out of bar oil by the time the fuel's gone. So as long as you top your bar oil off, every time you top your fuel off, you should never run out. I was never running out of bar oil. I was using it. And I was using it at the the appropriate rate that it should have been coming out. Uh, It just wasn't getting to all to the bar. And I think I burned that chain up. So my bad, my bad. That was a big mistake. But um, it is a lesson you learn real quick. At least I didn't, I didn't damage the bar. I didn't damage the saw. And all I have to do is, um, is go back to some of my older chains that I had that I put in the backup. So one is, uh, two is one, one is none. And I had three. So I guess that's good for now. And I'll pick up one when I can, uh, along the way when Husqvarna stuff's on sale at Tractor Supply or on, on the internet. So that was saw maintenance day. Um, got it all back together. She's, she, she's just, she's kicking along. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. <coughs> Gingerbit says, "Echo bar oil and fuel seem to go at the same rate." Also, yeah, I mean, it is. I, I wouldn't think that any company should do anything, um, anything less than that. They're doing a disservice to their co- customer if uh, if you can't can't run the gap, the thing out of fuel before the bar oil is gone. That's just stupid. That's stupid for sure. Anyway, saw so us already. Um, why did I have to get this already? is we have some, we have some crazy weather coming. The, um, <laughs> we, um, we got some cold weather coming guys. It's, uh, it's, it's weird because today, today it is supposed to be 60, uh, 60 and sunny with a low in the fifties overnight. Um, ginger pig, said get a steel chain something i just do a hand saw I have a hand hands sharpener with um i have a husqvarna hand sharpener that uh, that came in the package with the saw uh it works well it works really well and then i i find people like jamie and uh that have the electric sharpener every every so often i have a i'll have him drag it through there and uh and really sharpen it up because that thing does an awesome job i have to find out what kind he he picked up for his electric sharpener uh, but my hand sharpener works just fine. I can get it. I can get that, ch- that chain real sharp, um, without taking it off the saw. And I, and that's the best part. So I don't mind doing it by hand as much as I'd use, use it. So, um, but it's supposed to be 60 today, 60 and sunny, uh, and then 50 overnight, which is crazy. It's been in the thirties and high twenties for a while. 50 overnight is, is going to feel like, man, I'm going to probably be sweating, uh, tomorrow, it's supposed to be another high in the 60s with uh, rain. Uh, and then it's going to start going down. It's going to start dropping over the weekend. Highs above above freezing, lows, uh, lows down in the, the low 30s, high 20s. When we get to Sunday, it was looking really nasty. It was looking really nasty yesterday when I looked. Um, like overnight lows in the negative single digits highs above freezing and i um i that's not fun for us (laughs) i don't mind i don't mind uh it getting cold overnight and then coming up above freezing into the 40s into the 30s during the day uh when you don't come above freezing that's when we start running into problems uh more than one day below freezing we got to start worrying about our tanks freezing things like that the forecast is looking right now the lows are coming up the closer it gets Uh, Now we're into the upper single digits for lows uh, for a couple nights in a row, but it really looks like once it goes below freezing on Sunday night, we're going to have three solid days where we're not going to get above 32. We're going to get down into the single digits and then hover into the 20s, um, uh, high teens and 20s for three days up into just right around freezing. So it, um, gingerbread i had that's exactly what mine is that's exactly the hand sharpener mine has he says it has uh, a hand sharpener has three files and sharpens teeth and sweepers at the same time yeah that's that's what i got i like it i really like it so um three days three days so that's going to take a lot of firewood that is definitely going to take a lot of fire we're going to be feeding that fire quite a bit um all day all night we'll probably end up having to take take some shifts Corey and i'll have to figure out a schedule um and i might not be getting a lot of sleep uh because her job actually pays us uh so so with um I'll, I'll probably try to take some shifts uh more shifts in the evening in the uh, overnight keeping the the, the fire stoked because one thing with that small that small stove we we don't get a whole lot of burn time uh, to where you can get a lot of sleep. So it might be a, might be a tiring couple days, but we'll end up draining our tanks. I think we'll end up draining our fresh and, uh, and our, uh, gray water tank, just have it at empty. We'll run out of, uh, jerry cans for a few days. We did it in Texas. We did it in Texas, uh, probably a little premature in Texas because we hadn't gone through a cold snap in the trailer. I think we're at temperatures right around where we were in Texas last year. Um, and it's um it'll be all right it'll be all right i i actually feel like we're more prepared than a lot of the people around here i hear the locals talking about the cold snap and all the problems they have and i'm like it sounds like this happens every year or every other year at least once Uh, where you get these cold snaps and then people are just amazed that their, their pipes break or that they have trouble and this and that. And I'm like, man, if this is like happening all the time, how, how are you not preparing for it now? Like I'm looking at it today and I've laid out my days on today. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Uh, I started prepping yesterday. So five days ahead of the cold weather, I'm already in go mode. And I'm thinking I have five days and I got like a day and a half worth of shit to do, which is great. I am not I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but uh, it's going to be funny to watch funny or sad to watch the people running around on Sunday on Sunday night on Monday when the cold is like crazy. And um, having problems, I'm half tempted to go buy a bunch of, of plumbing stuff and just have it on hand and just go to town. Come Wednesday, Thursday, when the weather's breaks and all these people have busted pipes. I, I, I mean, I think you can charge what you want when, uh, when you, when the people ain't got no water. I don't know. I don't know. So that is that. That is that. Uh, Backwoods butcher says worst when it snows, everybody forgets how to drive. Well, yeah. That was a hot tip for you guys that live in the snow areas. Hot tip for you guys that live in the snow areas. Um, don't go to work on the first snow of the year. <laughs> k Max says they remind people about the fact that running water will not freeze. Yeah, I call bullshit on that. I've had plenty of running water freeze in Minnesota. <laughs> Gingerbread said bikes fits everything. Yep, yep, yep yep i uh i do know that for sure and um (laughs) oh god oh man yeah so it'll be interesting it'll be interesting this will be the coldest uh i think this will be the coldest that we went through in the in the in the trailer um we are fully prepared to um we are fully prepared to run the propane heater and the wood stove at the same time. I think, I don't think that'll uh, hurt our draft. It should be forced air. It should work fine. Um, It uh, we also have the, the wood stove, Corey, we picked up a electric heater for her when she moved into the back of the camper, because it's a little chillier back there. The the stove doesn't push heat as bad as well back there um at least my front uh, the front office here the fan is blowing this way the eco fan we use on the can- on the on the stove is blowing this direction Corey's kind of like stuck back in the little the little cave back there that doesn't get a lot of heat so we got her an electric um electric heater so with three sources of heat inside i think we'll be fine plus we don't mind bundling up and as long as we keep it above um if we keep it above uh you know 40 in here. I'm I'll be happy. <laughs> I'll be happy. Uh we also I also heard my from my friends that I met at SRF and Toolman Tim's Workday that live around the corner here. Um they are out of town and they uh they got a hold of me and said, Hey, we got a kerosene heater, uh kerosene um uh turbo heater, uh tube heater in our garage over at the house. If you need it to throw under the camper, you're more than welcome to it. I am. Uh, I'm not sure. I might want. I, I might go get it. I might go get it more for the fact of thawing things out after the fact if things happen. um If things happen, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure if I want to get into. I want to see what happens. Basically, I want to see how we do without it. Uh, but it might not be bad to have it here. Because it'll be nice to have it here, so I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Ruailor Life says we have two little buddy heaters, and they're amazing. I I almost went with the buddy heaters. I didn't want to mess with the propane. More propane inside. I actually had a brainstorm the other day about a buddy heater and running a, um, not a hard line but a permanent hose off our propane supply for the trailer to where we could quick connect in a buddy heater inside, but then it would be, uh, it would be pretty much set to where it was going to sit. And I haven't really figured out where that would go yet. And we don't have the, the buddy heater either. So, uh, Kayvon was wondering if anybody uses a uses a wick oil a wicking oil cooking heater. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 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 uh. Sorry, guys. Reading the comments, everybody seems to. Um, so like the buddy heater, we might, uh, I was thinking about seeing about some, um, some tea lights with the, uh, with the uh, uh, terracotta pots. That, that has always interested me. That's like, like a, basically a mini mass heater, which, uh, which seems pretty, pretty efficient. Uh, I just don't know if I want to spend the money. I have to actually buy some, uh, buy some pots because Velveeta, are snake plant, Corey noticed that she was looking pretty sad. And after we got her home and did a little research and she's root bound, they, they let her grow too big in her pot. So we're going to have to like split her up. Maybe I should, uh, maybe I should look at some terracotta pots. I just don't know. I just don't know if I want the terracotta in with traveling and I, I, they're just going to break when we move. So I don't know. I don't know. Something to think about. (laughs) Something to think about. (laughs) <laughs> Jim says they make a buddy heater that fits a gu- fits a cup holder for the golf cart. Just this side of heaven. <laughs> 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 I, I don't even want to go down the road with Jim and his golf cart. <laughs> Rachel says video. If I do it. Yeah, of course. Of course. If I do something <laughs> crazy like that, K box says tea candles. Uh, joke in my view. Uh, it is. It is unless you need to put throw one under your um under your sink to keep your pipes from freezing. I think it puts off enough heat just like that. Uh, just like putting an incandescent bulb with your chickens. Uh, you wouldn't think that it does much, but man, if they do put up a little bit of heat, so maybe enough to save your ass. Maybe enough to save your ass. Pickle Pete. Good morning. How are we doing? Swinging in later. Appreciate you swinging in. Uh, we talked about a new blend for you. Uh, we're going to call it the Bob blend, uh, the bottom of the bag blend. Uh, I don't know if you actually have bottom of the bags there when you're doing your stuff. You're pretty good at uh, pretty good at uh, making sure it's the right amount. So I don't know. Bottom of the bag blend. <laughs> um, K-Box has nowhere near a 40 watt heat source. Yeah, dude. I, I think it's more of an emergency, uh, emergency situation thing or a, an add-on. I'm definitely not going to roll with tea candles and terracotta pots to try to heat my 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 my, my space, but maybe uh, maybe my little room up here could catch a little extra, um, catch a little extra warmth. Or uh, I think it's I think it's a more that the the tea candle, the tea light candle heats the terracotta pot and the terracotta pot radiates the the heat after the fact i think it's like a heat sink type of thing i don't know i don't know i've never tried it it's never been it's never been one of those things where i i needed that that little bit of heat (laughs) maybe a hand warmer rachel says yeah maybe a hand warmer. maybe that pot you just kind of hover your hands over it and uh and um yeah hand warmers we do have hand warmers too i gotta i gotta pile of hand warmers out in the truck i don't think it's gonna be that bad but we are we're we're set we got sleeping bags we got everything and we got these dogs that uh they got a lot of they got a a lot of fur so their life says so she needs to pot up her snake plant too rachel do you happen to know if uh snake plants are um do they sir? They do they do well outside? Do they do well outside? Interesting, interesting. Uh, what else do I got on my list here? Uh, we got our chairs yesterday. That was that's cool. They um they are what they are. They are what they are. They're RV recliners. Um, I'm six foot five. I I don't expect many chairs unless I'm buying something that's absolutely enormous to be um like my set for me like built for me uh it's it's they're smaller but that's why we bought them (laughs) rewilder life says nothing lives outside here in the winter (laughs) yeah for sure um Bong says huge thermal mass student yeah cool cool um Jim says they do well in central Florida. Okay. Uh, So we got the chairs in the mail uh, or in the delivered FedEx came and no problems delivering to our address with no box. That was uh, that was that was a little bit of worry, a little stress that that came off my head. Um, Got them put together. They're comfortable, Uh, comfortable enough. I fell asleep in it last night for a little bit. Uh, So there is that just because they're small. I've been dealing with stuff like that my whole life. Uh, like i said six foot five and um mid 200s it, they don't make a whole lot of shit that fit me so um cory cory liked hers the um, it it looks like uh it looks like a definitely appropriate size for her uh i don't know if she, her feet can touch the ground or not maybe yes maybe no depends no <laughs> she she chimed in from the way back um no her feet cannot touch the ground and it is and it's um way short for me so there you go there you go that is the problem when trying to buy furniture and things to share when one of you is six foot five and one of you is five foot two that <laughs> butcher says nothing is built for people our size yeah um it is i mean it's fine it's fine like i said i fell asleep last night i fell asleep um it was fine it's fine it's comfortable it's better than the plastic chair we had and it will um it's just as good as the the office chair is the the gaming chair the second gaming chair at least the first gaming chair i don't know the first ones that we bought were pretty good we were pretty good um Pip says from the back of the bus, "Good morning, Corey. Corey, get in the back of the bus. <laughs> You're back there with Hector, the light Colombian. <laughs> oh God." But the chairs are good. The chairs are good. They were a pain in the ass to put together. You would think that me saying it was pain in the ass to get put together that I opened the box and there were like seventeen thousand pieces. Yeah, no, it was two bolts and two nuts. And two plugs, like uh, wood plugs. <laughs> yeah, basically two two bolts through. Um, there was a there was a tab with a hole in it on the back. Two tabs with a hole on it in the back, and then um, a channel, a little bracket on the base. And basically, you flipped up the back and slid the slid the bolts through and put the nuts on. Um, yeah, doing it by yourself. I, I don't know. I couldn't get the damn things to line up. I would flip it over and try to line them up and it wouldn't line up because of the pressure. I would flip it back over on its base and try to get it to hold. And yeah, it was uh it was struggle bus for sure. I was trying to do an installation or uh assembly video for Amazon and I don't think the F bombs are gonna pass their their muster. Uh so either some some creative audio editing or things like that um, it will, uh, pivot bolts. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Pain in the pain in the ass. But once they were together, it is all good. It's all good. Uh, and I think anytime we're going to take them in and out of the camper, I'll probably end up having to pull those bolts and, and flop down the flop down the back. So it was what it is. It is what it is. Um, backwards butcher says there is a certain size of car that i i still can't really fit in i've i've actually ridden in the back of a volkswagen beetle as an adult as an adult (laughs) pip says i can see the soccer moms on amazon oh my god all those f words (laughs) God, it was it was just infuriating between the dogs huffing and puffing on me. Uh, I was sweating like dripping sweat. And I said, Corey, how hot is? Why is it so hot in here? And she's like, it's fifty eight. <laughs> I was just um, I was just like, what? What? It was bad. But they're together. They're together. Uh, I'll end up having to do a review of these chairs and not, uh, probably not uh, assembly. Because <laughs> if I call, if I talk to people about the assembly of these, no one would buy them, and I think that's the exact opposite of what I want to do on uh, associates. <laughs> Pickle Pete says he, that we'd fit in a smart car. Oh, Pete, I sent you, uh, I sent you a telegram message last night, just so you know, um, about some things about, uh, some spring plans that, uh, that might be coming through. So, which is cool, which is cool. You might, uh, you might be a part of it too. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, I think we hit all that stuff. I just wanted to touch on before I wrapped up today. It was yesterday was the first day with, um, reading my the daily stoic here we go got the book the other day in the mail tuesday um i waited till wednesday i i like it i like it i think it's going to fit well into my day i think it's going to do well for my brain i think it's going to do well for uh, my life in general just from the first from reading the introduction and then reading um, the first day. Uh, basically it's dated all the days of the year. <laughs> Gingerbread says I can read. Yeah. <laughs> um, Basically it has every day of the year. So seeing that it was only the 10th yesterday, I skipped the first 10 days. I did not read them. I went directly to the day that it was. Uh, and I'm going to go through the whole year. And that's the plan. I want to hit it every day. Uh, my MO with it is after the show or on weekends uh, with my morning coffee. But after the show, after I get everything uploaded and dog walks and I can sit down and either I'm eating my breakfast or just taking time. Um, I, I, um, I read it. I read it. So yesterday I sat down. I read the page. It's not a lot. It's uh, maybe took like three minutes if I read it normally, like the way I would normally read things. And as, hey, K-Bomb, you want a hand grinder or you want a a, a power grinder? Ceramic burr is the way to go. Anyway, I, I was reading it and I think it would take about three minutes to read if I read it at my, my normal, uh, maybe less, at, at the normal time, the normal way I read things usually skim, I I read very, very fast, um, and, and maybe not comprehend everything deeply. Starting to read this, um, starting to read this book and that page, I shifted. I started reading things more in-depthly and paying attention, um, paying attention to what it's actually saying. And I read it twice and I read it again. Uh basically the way the book's set up is a uh is a quote or a passage from um Ep- Epictetus, uh Marcus Aurelius, Seneca, uh there's a few others sprinkled in. And then kind of a modern day explanation or um you know diving into it. Um, what the passage above so basically it's the original and then uh, thoughts about it and so i read it and i read it a bunch of times and i was kind of digesting it and then i realized that okay i'm going to read this in the morning i'm going to stop during the day and it only takes a couple minutes um and i went back to it and read it again midday and then again before bed and i'll (laughs) Right. Backwoods asked me how often I think about the Roman Empire. Never, 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 never. Um, and so I uh, so three or four times yesterday I dug in to one page of a book. It's probably the first time I've ever done that. Probably the first time I um, probably the first time I've ever done it. And I want to continue to do it. It felt good it felt good to actually really digest something instead of just reading it to fill my brain with information to, to dig in and contemplate four words before I went on to the next eight words, things like that. It was, it was refreshing. And I think I'm going to really enjoy the book. Um, yesterday's passage was about, uh, outside influence and how to stay steady and tranquil and, um, uh, and, uh, Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> uh, how to stay steady, stability, uh, to achieve stability, tranquility in your life. Um, and it's not to retreat and be by yourself and be tranquil in the woods with no outside influence. It's basically taking out, taking the, your outside influence and using reason to uh, to adjust it, to adjust those outside influences and how you react to them to keep your life stable and tranquil. So it was interesting. It was interesting. Very, very interesting um so yeah yeah i'm excited i'm excited you should pick up the book and follow along Uh, i'll be reading the day the day of so today i'll be reading the 11th and talk about it probably a little bit on the show tomorrow i don't think it's going to become an everyday thing where i dive into them But if there's something really poignant, uh, there's something that's really on point with uh, what I need to talk about, or if I don't have another, uh, if I don't have another topic for something, I'm sure we can dive into any or all of the things in this book. So I'm excited. I am very, very, very excited uh, to get into that. And we're in an hour, guys. I got to wrap this up. I got a busy day of prepping for the cold to come. I got to go out, grab more firewood, go see Jamie out at Off Grid Ping. If you uh, if you haven't heard, Jamie is applying for the Homestead Apprentice, which is a program that John Willis is putting together at SOE. Basically going to be like the old show, The Apprentice, but Homestead related. Sounds really cool. Sounds like it's a, a great opportunity. And Jamie is a really good candidate for it. So if you're listening to this, please go to YouTube, type in off grid ping, P-I-N-G, find his channel, like the channel, subscribe to the channel, like his videos, Find that Homestead Apprentice video and be sure to like it and share it and uh, spread the word about Jamie. I think he should be an awesome candidate. We just got to get him accepted. And I think he will do very well in the competition. So I am uh, I am very, very, very excited for that. Um, Go out, see him, get some change, sharpened, grab some firewood. I got to empty the toilet today and uh, do a little bit more maintenance on that vent hose. I didn't get it completely empty and uh with the cold weather i think it's uh it's it's inevitable inevitable that i'm going to have to put a drain in it so uh, i'm going to start brainstorming that so looking good looking good guys it should be a good day and um Yeah, we'll wrap up. We'll wrap up. We'll get out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. So if you guys would like to participate in the live comments, you can always join the Coffee Crew live recording Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central at YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. If you enjoyed the show, please consider sharing it with others. You can find links to all my social media services I offer, recommended products, and companies I'm affiliated with at thelotsproject.com. Be sure to listen on one of your favorite podcast 2.0 value for value podcast players like Podverse or Fountain.fm. And I got Wave Lake all caught up yesterday. I was actually four episodes behind. Got them all up on Wave Lake. Check out Wave Lake if you like value for value and uh and streaming SAS and, and sending boosts and all of that if you uh if you have not used Podverse or Fountain. Guys, have a great day. Uh hit those likes and um yeah. Enjoy your Friday Eve. Catch back here tomorrow.